Welcome back, friends, to Finding Her. I am your host, Julia Busby, who is on location at the beach in Santa Barbara. I need to move here as soon as possible. Today's show is about dreams being created, and I have someone to introduce you to, an inspiring, creative, badass entrepreneur who I am so blessed to have as my bestie since we were 14. Let's do this. Enjoy. I would like to introduce you all to my soul sister, Elisa Wilcox. She has been a Santa Barbarian. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Santa Barbarian. That sounds very barbaric. (laughs) For 20 years and has created a very successful online business where she incorporates her love of all things technology, serving others, and creating automated online system for businesses and business owners. She truly is an inspiration and is also my technology Yoda and currently business coach. Welcome. Let's start the show by sharing something you are grateful for. Oh, yay. Also, first of all, thank you for that amazing introduction. That was so nice. I know. Like, you were just so, so nice. technology Yoda. I'm Yoda. Yes. But oh, my God. That's so funny. You're not that old. <laughs> all right. What are you grateful for? Uh, what am I grateful for? Um, today, I am grateful for my health today. Nice. We walked all over today. We slept around. We had meetings. We went to the beach for lunch. We talked about all kinds of things. And that makes me grateful for the ability to do that. Do you want to know what I'm grateful for? What? Your presence. (laughs) That's what I am grateful for. This is. I love this place. I love being by the ocean. I really needed to get away and. To be able to spend it with you is just Aww. so amazing. Swoon. <laughs> All right. So the ti- so the show title is Dreams Are Created. So let's talk about your desire to create a business and when and where this originated from. Okay. I'm going to give you the, the short version. But okay. It's a good one. So in 2010, I was working full time uh, in the mortgage business. And I didn't want to spend my life in a cubicle. And mm. I was surrounded by people who were just waiting for retirement. And keep in mind, they were like in their 20s and 30s and just trying to see how many years they had left until they could retire. And I was like, this makes no sense to me right. at all. Like they're just, people weren't living, they weren't living. They weren't living their lives, you know, and to have three days a year of vacation time or whatever it was, it was just... I was suffocating. And so I started, this is before Facebook even had business pages, but I started managing Facebook pages, creating them and managing them for businesses. Wow. And I made it up and I made up a contract and I made up a logo and all these things. I don't recommend from a legal standpoint (laughs) doing any of those things. Dang it. But I walked into two companies and said, I'm a social media consultant. This is what I do. I totally BSed. And... They signed contracts with me. Like fake it till you make it. Yeah. Wow. Like <laughs> maybe even partially illegally. Okay. I love it. Yeah. You dream catcher. <laughs> wow. And yeah. what made you say or think, screw this, I'm going for it. Like full blown leaving your job to pursue, pursue your own business. How did you feel about that? 
Uh, I had a really great mentor who was my boss in the mortgage business for like 10 years. And we would have lunch and I would tell him about this social media venture. And he always said I admire the hustle. But when you talk about it, this is really what lights you up. And I see how excited you are. So why the hell are you going to work every day and sitting in a cubicle for eight hours? And I was scared because I mm-hmm. needed a paycheck every two weeks. And right. I had a mortgage and I was married and you know all the things. And so after months and months of talking about this with him, he said, I want you to quit your job and I want you to text me on Friday afternoon by five o'clock telling me that you quit. And I was like, holy shit, <laughs> that is terrifying. Um, so I did it. I walked into my boss's office and at the time... Uh, my husband and I were separating, and we were selling our house anyway. And I was like, well, I have nothing to lose now. So I um, quit my job. So I quit my job. I texted my mentor and told him. He was thrilled, and he said, awesome. Now get to work and start living your life the way you want to. Um, so I did, and it was the worst time, if you think about it. You're in a divorce, selling your house. These are all the times when you should keep you know, income coming in and you know, keep some stability and all those things. But for me, it was the perfect time to make that huge change because I didn't have anybody else I had to check with. Right. And it's really what was, you know, what really spoke to me when I was passionate about. And I wanted to be self-employed from when I was very, very, very young. Like how young? Um, like so newborn? <laughs> I was four. Oh, four. I got in trouble. Because I decided to make a bunch of ghosts out of napkins during Halloween and put them in my red wagon and took them to all my neighbors and they sold them for 10 cents each. And one of the neighbors called my mom and said, do you realize your four-year-old child is up and down the street selling paper ghosts? My mom was so embarrassed. She was, you were passionate (laughs) from a young age. Oh, awesome. So for many of my listeners and or people in general, some of them are just learning about online coaching, teaching, and how it's currently an industry that is on the rise. Can you share a little on that? Yeah, I, I think right now, as you know, it is the perfect time to be a coach, to hire a coach, to think about coaching. Um, I think where we are in our economy right now, people actually have the resources to invest in themselves, mm-hmm. which is you know very different than it was 10 years ago when everybody was losing their their houses and the economy was really, really bad. So right now I think people have resources and are willing to take the risk and invest and create businesses. And I think right now there's this massive movement of people leaving their nine to fives and actually living the life they want to live every single day. Because with technology, as it develops every day, we have more and more options for how we want to spend our day and also the power to dictate how much money we make. You know, I don't know how many times I asked for raises and didn't get them because there was no budget for it. And now I can give myself a raise. So I'm I'm loving it. That's what I like about it too. Like I call myself a wellness educator. So trained in special ed, I'm a teacher of tiny humans. But with building a business, it'll allow me to continue teaching, but to a whole of a community outside of a school of tiny humans. So on my own terms, whenever I want, like my public teaching job pays me $5 and um, really like my wellness and the stress and the mental capacity to care for children so much because you care about them really takes a toll on your life. Um, But 
being able to create my own thing where I can still have that inspiration and create and work the way that I want and choose the people that I want to work with um, is really inspiring to me. Um, and seeing all this per- growth and professional development and like stress management and like resiliency, these are all the things that I basically teach at that lower level to kids. So um, it's really been a journey, but then also educating other people on what I do has been kind of challenging because they don't really understand mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that people can actually make money this way. Yeah. Exactly. So how did your close friends and family feel about you creating a business from the ground up and leaving your nine to five? Um, they all, <laughs> with the exception of maybe one or two, thought that I had completely lost my mind. <laughs> right. That's really the first reaction, I think. And I think it was just because I was going through such chaos personally that they just thought, oh, she's going off the deep end. She quit her job. Now what? You know, what is she doing? She's doing this thing that I don't understand. You know, but I I kind of got into it by mistake. I started my social media business kind of by mistake. It was an idea. I just tr- tried it out to see if it worked. And it did. And then I hired a coach several years later to help me figure out, you know, a smarter way to run my business and automated systems and how to work with the right people, how to coach people. So my friends and family, I think, were really concerned about me for a long time until they saw that I could, you know, not only just afford to pay my bills, but to actually travel and enjoy my life and not work for a week. If I don't want to work this week, I can arrange my own schedule. You know, if my family needs me for whatever reason, I just tell my clients, you know, let's push to next week or or whatever that looks like. There's a lot of flexibility and freedom in it. And I think because of that, my health is so much better on every level. Right. I can only imagine. I I dream about being able to be a Santa Barbarian, barbarian. (laughs) What do you, how do you say it? Santa barbaric? No, barbarian. (laughs) You guys are so barbaric here. That's what happens when you have sun and beautiful weather all year long. That's right. All right. So for me, that's been hard as well, like to share with my husband or my parents, like what, what I'm doing because you know, I went to school for so long and I paid a lot of money to be a teacher and to leave to to create something that they can't really visual see, visually see to understand what we're talking about. Like my husband's like, it's not like you have like a brick and mortar store mm-hmm. or you have a lemonade stand. Like this is all online. So I was like, actually listen to this podcast this week. I think you'll understand it a little bit yeah. more. Um, before we head to our sponsored segment, can you share how excited you are to have me staying with you this week? <laughs> it's like we picked up where we left off. That's what I love about my village people. Time doesn't matter. <laughs> I love this. It is so awesome. It's so funny. You walked in the door, and it's true. No time has passed. And I said, when's the last time I saw you? We figured it was 12 years ago. Is it 12 years? <laughs> Not 12 hours? Like, I just feel like we were, like, sitting in our bedrooms when we were kids, like, staring at our bop posters over on the <laughs> thing, or our dance photos. And on our AOL com- uh, dial-up internet. <laughs> totally used to steal my mom's credit card and sign up the free CD that would come in the mail <laughs> with my red 
eight foot long phone cord that I had to run through the hall and down down the bedroom to plug into the wall. What? Someone's on the phone. The phone's busy. All right, we will be right back. Thanks. This episode of Finding Her is brought to you by Spotify. On Spotify, you can listen to all your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account, friends. It has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the best one on planet Earth, Finding Her. (laughs) On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode. Premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on the gram. So if you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app. Search for your favorite podcast, Finding Her on Spotify, or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Finding Her. Duh. Okay, we're back. Please share about your events and future retreats. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So for a long time, I really steered clear of events. I didn't know how to do them. I get overwhelmed by trying to organize, you know, 100 people into something. And I was really scared, you know, by them and overwhelmed. So I partnered with somebody who was really good at events. And now I do events. And I'm really excited because we have one in October. And I like to do events surrounding women in business, women entrepreneurs. And I find that if you are a coach or if you, you know, whatever your online business is, if you offer some kind of live event where people can get to meet you in person, right? that is a hugely valuable component of your business. So anytime that you have the opportunity to host any kind of events, I think you should always, always, always take it. So this one coming up in October is in Santa Barbara, and I'm really excited. And it's badass. It's badass. And you were there today in the meeting where we reserved this huge property that you know, has room for 30 people and it's a, a really beautiful breathtaking beautiful property oh my goodness i know and like really mtv excited. cribs worthy yes <laughs> yes does a movie star own that place though? no Probably. it's my house oh it's, my, it's yours it is well thank yeah. you for allowing us to use it <laughs> appreciate well, it when i was watching you guys do the process it was like nerve-wracking but then like just watching all the numbers and like what goes into it and the details and the location um, was just really awesome. And then it made me think about like conferences I go to as a teacher and like breakout sessions and workshops and just being able to be in a area of like-minded women for the whole weekend, like is just phenomenal. Um, and then being able to speak at one of these, that's going to be a great, great thing too. Um, that's where we can network, where we can meet other women. That's where collaboration happens, where other, you know, brainstorming ideas come from. Like sometimes we just need to be around like white, like-minded people to, um, just really cultivate some growth and create amazing things for all of our businesses. So, 
Um, I'm really, really excited for that. I can't even, I can't wait. I know. It's going to be so fun. Right? And I think it's going to sell out quick. Agreed. And I'm going to buy a ticket. I'm going to go. <laughs> you better. Yes. And I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak knowledge. You're going to share with us all share, your goodness. Share. Share. <laughs> all right. So what would your advice be for anyone who may be thinking of creating and or implementing a side hustle? So... Like, there's a lot of teachers out here in the world, and a lot of teachers are underpaid. I'm just using this profession as an example. There's a lot of teachers that are suffering from um, compassion fatigue. That's what I had in the spring. Um, there's teachers that are being worked so hard that they actually burn out. Like, so they're like, peace. I don't want anything to do with this anymore. I thought I was going to be a teacher. I owe, like, $80,000 in mm-hmm. loans. I don't know what I'm going to do. F this. I'm going to go work in a cubicle yes so what would your advice be um when you're thinking of starting something new a side hustle um the best advice that i can give is to just try just try i mean you could have five ideas and try all five of them and maybe the fifth one works maybe one through four don't turn out the way you thought i have ideas that i tried i tried selling products or programs that didn't sell and that's okay So I think it's just really believing in yourself and taking a risk and trying it out. Because the worst that could happen is it won't work. And then you have something else that you can try. But I think a lot of people have this, you know, fear, this paralyzing fear that if I try something and it doesn't work, then I look stupid and everybody's going to hate me and people are going to judge me. Well, so what? Who cares? You know, who cares? You have to try you have to, you know, be brave enough and value yourself enough to just try. It, it's crazy because I remember when we first started talking about this and I was like, what is she talking about side hustle? What's a hustle? Hustle? <laughs> what is this? And then you sent out something on Instagram that said, like, free side hustle ideas. I don't remember what it was. And I was like, why well, want a side hustle? Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily need the money but I was like I like creating things and like um something that would help other people like what what something I could make that could actually like really take over my career so I don't have to be teaching anymore even though I wasn't really in that position on where I wanted to leave um and then it was like all these things started happening and then I was like well you know, 10 years ago, I wanted to write a book. And you're like, what? <laughs> what book? What are you talking about? And I'm like, okay, well, you know, and then and then it, that's how it started. And at the time, you know, this is the beginning of when compassion fatigue was setting in. So, like, everything, my mindset, the way I was feeling about myself, my home life, all that stuff was overtaken because I was, my heart was so big and I was doing so much for the kids that I worked with that it just took over my life mm-hmm. um, and mentally exhausted me. So, during that time, and I think throughout my life, I noticed that when things are hard for me, that's when... I create things for some reason like that's when like things come out probably because I am so 
anxious and so worry about like the sky falling and all these things I I pay great attention to detail and especially being hyper vigilant I'm like who's coming what's happening Mm -hmm. something's gonna happen so in these moments I like think about ideas or or I create things in my mind like most of them are like not something that I don't want to be creating but um during this time, I was like, you know what? I, I could do this. I could write a book. I could start a business. Even though at that time, it kind of felt like it was too much. Like, I felt like other people were looking at me and they're like, man, she's batshit crazy. Yes. Bat totally. shit crazy. Totally. And then I think about it now. And then I'm like, well, all these things happen for a reason. Yes. I have been manifesting for my whole entire life, but I didn't even know that I was manifesting. Um, And things for me have always happened at the right time and have always worked out. So, so for me, I'm like, even though it was a crazy time, like this could end up being huge. Mm -hmm. Imagine if I was scared off by that fear of saying I can't do this because I have too much on my plate or I'm losing my mind or <laughs> whatever it is and I passed up that opportunity. You know, that's what I think about. So limiting beliefs or mindsets, so common ones that I believe that you probably hear, which is probably what I even said to you like seven times. I have nothing to share, <laughs> offer, or create. Yes. I have no money to invest. I don't want to be a coach. How do you feel about any of those? Um, everybody says them. Every single person that I talk to says all three of those things. So, um, and when I tell people that, they're surprised by it. You know, people say, oh, I don't have anything to sell. So I just ask them what they like to do. What are you interested in? What do you like to learn about? What do you study? What blogs do you read? What podcasts do you listen to? And that's how we really pull out what their passions are. And then I ask them if they want to teach other people about these things. And nine times out of ten, they say yes. And then when they say they don't have the money to invest, I mean, everybody has the money to invest. It's just whether or not you're going to actually take the time to dig it out. It's there. It's always there. Well, I think because it's such a high risk. So they're like, oh, shit, I really have to work hard because I'm going to light this thousands of thousands of dollars on fire yes. even though we spend and waste and do all those things throughout the year yeah and when you are serious about something you know making that level of investment um it's terrifying and you will take it very seriously the coach I hired the very first coach I hired I invested 10,000 I like I said I was selling my house and getting divorced and I took it from my 401k I borrowed it from my 401k and I know that's a huge no-no but I had to do something, and so that's what I chose to do, and it worked. And I tell you, I never missed a meeting. I did 100% of all the homework I was given. I was scared to death that I had just invested this money that I would never make back because there's no guarantees. But you take things very seriously when you put your own money into it. It's kind of interesting. When my parents paid for me to get an AA, I could give a shit about school. Right, exactly. But then when I went back... And got my bachelor's and my master's degree. It was like I sat in the front row. I knew the teacher's names. I stared. (laughs) And I like wrote down every single note and did all that stuff. And I was going to die if I didn't get anything less than an A because I felt like I would get less value of of my schooling, which is so not true. Um, But 
you know, it's because I was paying for it now. It wasn't, it wasn't a joke. I wasn't going to waste my money. Yeah. And I think that's true with anything. Like whenever I do events, like there's a few people that I'll comp their ticket. Cause you know, I don't think they would come otherwise, or maybe, maybe it's like a friend or whatever. And I would say probably 95% of people whose tickets I comp, they don't show up at all because there's no skin in the game. There's no commitment. There's no exchange of, of anything. They're like, oh, I didn't pay for this, so why would I go? You it's know? not worth my time. Right, exactly. What? But they can they can benefit from so much that's being offered there. I think there's some people that just resist that personal development and that growth. Yeah. And they want to stay away from conflict or they want to stay away from problems because of being uncomfortable or being found out. I don't know what they would be. Yeah, and there's, there's a lot of people that want to do the same thing day in and day out, and that's okay. Like, I have no judgment or issue or any of that. It's just not what I want for myself. And so I choose to work. You know, my clients are all people that are, like, hungry for, like, the big thing that they've been, you know, really passionate about for years and just haven't really known how to pursue it. So that's kind of the world I like to live in. I mean, you've been with me all day. We have been... I've been on working one since eight o'clock this morning. I've been, <laughs> and it's been working really fun. It, it's been and so fun. just being about being a part of the process and being at that um, what was that place called we were at today? Impact Hub. Impact Hub. Like so, you pay a monthly membership. I had a day pass there, and and um, she had some clients that we met there throughout the day. And it was just really inspiring to be in a space with all these other business owners slash entrepreneurs that were working their businesses on their own time, you know, just in this space so they could be out of their homes or, you know, maybe they rent or something. I don't know. Maybe they just need to be in a space that's outside of their home so they can get stuff done. Mm -hmm. Um, But just being able to be in that community was awesome. And they even have like a podcasting hub. Yeah, you know, we learned about that today. I was like, dang it. I don't have to do it on my phone anymore. I could go to this hub, pay $25 or $150 a month for for access. So um, this has been a wonderful journey so far. I hope to go live at the end um, of my stay here. We'll see. Um, And, you know, just continue writing and creating things and, and making um, products for people that need a change in their lifestyle or learning regulation, self-management skills, how to, how to learn to build routines and, um, to their lifestyle. So thank you so much for joining me on (gasps) my show today. I think that listeners are going to be understanding of the coaching industry and online thing and, how important and how easy it is to take the skills that you have, your passions, your love of life, and make something for yourself. Be your own boss. Make your own terms. Uh, determine your own value. Um, it's, it's amazing. And I'm doing it. Yes, you are. All right. So <laughs> please DM me with any questions. Um, share the show. The, again, the community is growing. I love it. Um, Go ahead and tag me on the gram and I will talk to you guys all next week. Love you.